Don't you hate it when you start recording and then you realise you're about to sneeze? Ah, simple problems in life really, isn't it? Welcome to the EFTM Podcast. Trevor Long with you, taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, just go to the website, EFTM.com. Um, find me another podcast like it, folks. I mean, find me another talkback podcast other than Sizzletown. All right? Um, Mr. Pickles can't call here because I don't have the technology. I have... A bit of technology. But not cat translation technology, okay? But that is, I, I think it's the only podcast I listen to is Sizzletown with Tony Martin because, mainly because of um, Matt Dower is a genius. I mean, audio production-wise, there's just nothing like it on the planet. Um, whereas here I am, <laughs> here I am just going, ah, oh, that level will do, that, that button will do. Um, <laughs> you know, Matt Dower would just die listening to this rubbish anyway uh great to have your company once again um lots going on in the world of tech and um and movies it's all happening in in the in the podcast world uh, if you're uh, listening this week i think we've got there was robocop last week no robocop this week um the hangover next week there's a lot going on um plus of course two blokes talking tech will be um We'll be there for you later in the week uh, with all the latest tech news. So I'm here to help you with your tech questions, your tech problems. And the good thing about listening to this is you can listen to other people's woes. And sometimes you can shout at the radio and say, Trevor, it's the answer's this. I do that. I listen to Stephen Fennick on the radio and sometimes shout at the radio saying the answer's this. Sometimes I just text him the answer. Um, but that's just what we do, right? If we think we've got an answer, we give it. So if you think you've got an answer to someone's question, don't hesitate to email me. Uh, EFTM.com, just click on Ask Trev and I will pass it on or I'll absorb the knowledge or I'll take the slap in the face because I was stupid. Sometimes I don't have the answer and probably that'll happen in this show. Let's be honest. It's likely to happen in this show. Um, there's a bit going on, but uh, I just want to get to your calls. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Please leave a rating or review. Oh, now I just realized because we've switched the podcast provider thingy. I've got to go back to the old manual process of scrolling through the um, the iTunes reviews to see if I can find a more recent one. It used to be a lot easier. 28th of June. No, that was the last one. I read that one out. Definitely. I definitely read that one out. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, great to have your company. Um, hope you enjoyed last week's show, Talking Hot Wheels. That was a bit of fun. Um, strangely, I'm just looking at the podcast feed there's a number appeared in the one beforehand. I don't know why. It's just stuff changes and things go wrong. But, you know, we do our best. Anyway, if you've got a tech question, you know where to go. EFTM.com. Just click on Ask Trev. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Trevor Long taking your calls. G'day, Dryden. Uh, g'day, Trevor. Mate, how are you? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm great. Loving so, life. I, I work I work FIFO, so I'm on my R and R at the moment. So oh, it's a tough, I'm, I'm downtime. It's a bugger of a life when you're working, but it's a great life when you're not, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So, what can I do absolutely. for you, mate? Looking at buying something with that all that FIFO cash? Yeah, um, I'm looking at upgrading my TV to a 75 inch TV. Yeah. 
and I like watching footy and Formula One and a bit of sport and everything on TV. Yep. And I've just trying to figure out what's the best option. Now, I've been told that if I like sport, probably best to go ahead with a TV. It's got a 200 megahertz refresh rate rather than 100 megahertz. Mm. I'm just wanting to get some advice on is there that much of a difference between the two. I watch Formula One religiously, and yep. I rarely watch it on the, the same two TVs. You know, like I, I switch between TVs all the time, right? Um, yep. I've, I've never noticed. Now, what I always say is it depends on how good your eyes are, and not in terms of do you wear glasses, but just do you notice those things? Have you ever noticed no, uh, it's kind of a no, motion blur on anyone's TVs when you've been watching the footy or the Formula One at someone else's house versus your TV, for example? Uh, I I got a cheap 55-inch TV last year just for the bedroom. And when I was putting KO on that TV, um, the air was really noticeable. So I'm not too sure what the refresh rate on that was. It must have been pretty low. Um, it was probably under 100. I'm really not too sure. Yeah, um, it, it might be 60. Like, it, it may be yeah. the, the minimum it can be. So the bottom yeah. line is is it's very true. The, the faster the motion you... You're watching um, the faster the refresh rate you want, um, but yeah. as I say, it's a it's a real compromise. What's the price difference between the hundred hertz and the two hundred hertz TV that you're looking at? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's normally at least five six hundred dollars difference between yeah. the two. So see, and yeah. I personally, I personally, I'm a cheapskate, right? I'd prefer to go. What what else could I do with that five hundred? I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to get me a soundbar. I'm going to make this thing look good and sound good. It's going to be awesome, right? Whereas someone that's got a great eye for everything might go, oh, wow, I'm, I'm going to get the best possible picture quality available today. Um, so, mate, it's not, a, it's not an easy answer, right? Because I'm not saying that either one is, is the one. I'm just saying it really is up to your eye and, and whether or not you can ask the, the store, for example, to run some vision, uh, something on them that's, that's fast content. Because they normally run those those silly uh, displays. It's like a flower growing, and you know, really slow yeah. motion. Man, I, I want to see, I want to see cars driving around. I want to see footy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, if you can yeah, stump up the cash, the two hundred hertz is going to be a blinder. But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people who've got a hundred hertz TVs, and they think they're amazing. So yeah. Yeah, because um, I've seen a good deal on us. Sony Bravia, which is 200 hertz, and um, yeah, and I'm just worried because it's such a large screen, being a 75 inch, that it would be more noticeable because of the size of the screen. You know, I've, I've so, got an 85 inch, and it, it's definitely not 200, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Because it's the go big right. part that that blew, blows my mind every time I sit down in front of it. It just looks bloody good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very so, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, very individual thing. But my, I would ask you to err on the side of the two hundred because you sound like you've got a bit of an eye for it. Um, and so mm. I would, I would potentially err on the side of the two hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I said I like watching footy and stuff, and a lot of fast action sports. So last thing I want to do is spend a lot of money on a TV, and then it's going to be noticeable blue, you know. And so. I want a TV. It's going to last a while. So. I've only ever had people ring me and say I don't, I don't like my TV for that when they've they've bought like a cheap Aldi TV or something. 
which is why I always say to yeah. people, if you're buying those cheap TVs, you need to know this is an issue. But <clears> it, my, my, my son plays computer games on a cheap TV and doesn't complain about it. So, you know, it is very much in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, because I've, I've seen an offer for a 75-inch Sony Bravia for 200 hertz for about two and a half grand. I thought it wasn't too bad price. So, um, but yeah, I was sort of looking around that sort of price range, two and a half thousand for a TV for a 75-inch and yeah. seeing what was my best option. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, uh, mate, I think you get a good deal if you if you shop around and, and let them know that you're willing to buy. You should be able to haggle quite well with that kind of money in your pocket. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, all right. Well, cheers. Thanks for the advice, Trevor. I listen to you on 6PR in Perth all the time as well. So, You're uh, a good man. When, I, when I'm back here. When, so, when, um, and where, where do you fly out to, mate? Is that to the mines or the rigs? Where are you? Uh, so, yeah, I fly out on Thursday morning. So, uh, I fly up to the Pilbara, yep. north of WA. Um, so, near a town called Tom Price is the nearest town to the mine site. So, um, but yeah, I'm on a pretty good roster. Only eight days on, six days off. So it's a pretty good roster. So I only work six months of the year and get Wi-Fi money for it. So it's pretty good. You're a lucky so, man. Good on you, champ. Absolutely. Enjoy it. It's awesome. Good All on right. you, mate. Bye. Cheers, Trevor. Thanks for Cheers, time. buddy. Thanks to you as well, mate. Good on you. Thanks for getting in touch. Yeah. I mean, uh, FIFO, eh? Eight days on, six days off. But the eight days would be harder than I would normally do. So, uh, not so easy. <laughs> anyway, uh, good on you, Dryden. Uh, good luck with that TV purchase, mate. Got a tech question? Go to EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev. G'day, Malcolm. G'day, Trev. How are you going? Really good, mate. What can I do for you? Look, uh, it's... Bit of a funny one for you. Um, I've just recently installed a LG OLED in my mother-in-law's house with a um, Sonus Beam soundbar and a Foxtel IQ5. And I'm just wanting to make the system as simple as possible for her because she's 88 and uh, just try and use the one remote. And I was hoping to use the Foxtel remote just to control the volume and then allow her to make the channel selections off that. Okay. But... um, once I've uh, connected it to the Sonos remote through the app, I actually find that when I press the volume up on the Foxtel remote, uh, the volume does go up on the Sonos. But when I press the Foxtel remote for volume down, the volume still goes up. Oh, right. So I've not you – know, it's, it's a great question. I've not used the, the Foxtel remote as a universal remote for a very, very long time. It is a great hidden feature of the remote that you can actually control multiple things with it, including, you know, the TV power and stuff. So it's a brilliant idea. I love your, I love your thinking. Um, what's the process – because I've not done it. What's the process of essentially telling the Foxtel remote that you've got a Sonos? How does that work? Well, first of all, you actually have to convert this uh, Foxtel remote from Bluetooth to um, infrared, so it works with the TV, and then the TV is connected to the Sonos uh, via um, HDMI arc. Okay, so you're, you're and, effectively uh, you're effectively controlling the TV volume with the Foxtel remote, and it's outputting at a different level to the Sonos. Uh, would that be correct? That that that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. And. 
but when you use the TV volume control, the normal remote, it does correctly yep. work. It works perfectly, yeah. But the only danger there is, you know, it's got lots of little buttons that my mother-in-law can accidentally press and take us off into menus and uh, never get out again. Right, okay, okay. So I feel like it's it's the pairing process that you need to redo. Um, mm -hmm. So it's kind of like that, you know, factory reset, go back to the start and start again. Um, yep. Because it's... It, when it asks you to pair, so when the Fox remote asks you to pair with the TV, what was the process? Did you need to press a button and it said, no, not this one, and the next one? Did it kind of go through a process? Yeah, you have to go through the Sonos app, and um, it says, you know, press the volume up, I think it was, and oh, okay. I did that, and then it says press volume down, and it says don't recognise this remote. Then it takes you to a more sort of manual-type process, and uh, it says it's paired, but then uh, still have this problem when you, know, you press the volume down on the Foxtel and the volume goes up. So the problem is what we need it to do is we, we need it to do it again, but not accept that first setting. So, for example, yesterday I was pairing a Google TV, the little you know, dongle, the Chromecast with Google TV, mm -hmm. to um, a really old dick smith tv i had lying around to give it to my mother-in-law because she's kind of stuck without a tv at the moment and yeah. I, I don't have the remote for the tv so i thought oh, i'll use the google tv remote and i couldn't mm -hmm. it wouldn't recognize dick smith is not on the list there's thousands of manufacturers yeah. so i looked it up and i found out that that if you choose high sense and then it would go step one no it's not this one and it was actually step 11 that it recognised the volume up and then the volume down. On one of them, it recognised only volume up and, and not volume down. So I'm kind of wondering if in the Sonos app, you can restart the process and effectively try and try and kind of skip past its first instinct. But I just don't know that's possible. I think the Sonos system is kind of a little bit over-intelligent in that way. But in the yeah. end, I think, I think yeah. you need to restart. Bottom line is that's what needs to happen is you need to restart your um, your process. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going there again tomorrow, so I'll give that a crack. Just one other bit of information. I went to the Hi-Fi show in Melbourne a couple yeah. of months ago and yeah. uh, actually I bowled up the Sonos guy there and uh, said, hey, look, I've got this problem. What do you think? And he just flatly said, oh, the Foxtel remote won't work with it. Oh, but wow. To my oh. mind, it, it actually it, it recognises it, so it should work with it. But, he, I mean, I wonder if he was just being flippant and just kind of going, oh, mate, that's not in my head, it's not my knowledge, or whether it's a yeah, known I, problem that they can't, they can't, they don't have enough of the codes or configurations to, to work with every single remote and therefore, you're, you know, you're in trouble. Um, yeah. I was trying to think of another kind of alternative, which was to go, okay, is there another remote you could buy, like a universal remote that you could buy, or... Um, is there a reverse you could do? Could you get the LG remote to control the Foxtel channels? I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. But a, a different yeah. universal well, remote might my, be the only other option. Yeah, it's just my mother-in-law is very, very familiar with the Foxtel remote. Yeah, of course. And I just want to keep it as simple as possible for her. Yeah, I, I, I like your thinking, but um, I'm not. Aside from restarting the pro that would be my my thought would be to unpair yep. and and start again and see whether you get a different outcome. Right. Failing that, I do think you're going to be throwing it up against a wall for um for for, for completion. But if anyone yeah. if I if anyone has this knowledge, then share it with us, and I will certainly let Malcolm know. But 
Yeah, I don't know. Other than giving it another crack, mate, I don't know 100% what to do. All right, well, I'm going up there tomorrow morning, so I'll give it a crack. And, give and it I'll another whirl, mate. Now make sure there's uh, tea and scones on and uh, make the most of it. <laughs> All right, thanks, mate. Good on you, Malcolm. Thanks for getting in touch. Um, yeah, not not an easy one. Oh, a, because I've never done it. Uh, and B, because there is, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but there's only so many you know, infrared codes that can do the job. And if the Sonos doesn't know what they all are, then you got no luck. Um, I'm just thinking out loud now about other things that Malcolm could have done, which is to control the volume from the television as opposed to the Sonos. But anyway, uh, I'm sure someone will have some suggestions. And if you do, I will send them on to Malcolm for sure. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Trevor Long here to help you with your tech questions. Leo's on the line. G'day, Leo. G'day, mate. How you going? Good, buddy. Where have I caught you? You sound busy and out on the road. Yeah, just on the, um, on the other side of Emerald, Queensland. Lovely. Very, very rural and regional, and I'm guessing that's what you're calling about. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we... Um Having got, we've never had the best of mobile service up here. Sort of, there's a whole heap of us still running on 3G. Just was going to um, pull the plug on that in 23 months' time, and and these modern sort of touch phones, they're um, they, they they don't have the aerial capacity like the old 3G ones did. Um, what they built, yeah. and yes, I'm just what the options that are available for um, for the rural people that uh, don't need a phone with all the all the gadgets on it, but just want to have a phone that that, that, um, that you can text and still make calls on. You know, it's a bloody good question, and I don't know that you're going to get a great answer because the, the fact is that, you know, Telstra would say their blue tick program is the way that they ensure that, you know, you can get the best phone in the, in the best areas. But in reality, um, you know, an iPhone or a Samsung are never going to have as good a mobile reception as one that has a big, fat antenna coming out of it. Is that what you've got now? That's correct, yeah. I mean, um, the, the, the simple thing is, I think, you, have you got any mates that have got smartphones? Oh, uh, look, yeah, heaps of blokes. And, um, and, and do they struggle where you get away with it? Is that what you're saying? Oh, absolutely. Like, they'll have no service at all, and I'll still have three bars out of five bars on the aerial graph there. Yeah, right, okay. And so, given that they're switching off to 3G, is there any talk about, have you heard that Telstra are bringing something different out? Look, I've heard a whisper. I don't know who's bringing it out, but I've heard a whisper that there is a dual um, fat phone, land-based phone, like... When you're in reception of a tower, you'll be running through 4 and 5G network. And I hear when you get away, like when you get a black spot or you get further further um, out of the cities, it instantly switches to um, to satellite mode. Now, I've heard of that a few, a few times, but no one can actually sort of say, right, this is the phone that's going to do it. I'll tell you right now, Leo, I call, I call BS on that. Yep. I just I just don't see a time where satellite phones, because you've got to remember, satellite phone is completely different, uses way more battery, has a different antenna system, and uses a completely different style of communications, which is much more expensive. 
and you know traditional cell phones just don't work together. I just honestly, mate, I don't think that's going to happen. So what I want to do though, I I I think it's a great question because you wouldn't be Robinson Crusoe, would you? There'd be others. Do you know other people that are still using that phone? <laughs> I, I got a battery from Battery World two months ago. It wouldn't wouldn't be three months ago, and the bloke on the counter said. Um, he said, um, as fast as we can get them in, we sell these things. He said, there's such a, wow. a large number of people still with, with these um, with these phones. Wow. So that tells you how many are still out there when Battery World are... And you've got to put your name down in some places to, to get... Um, because they're out of stock. They just, as soon as they get them in, bang, they're, they're already pre-sold. Wow. So well... I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to ask the question of Telstra. Um, what are their plans for the most remote and rural areas once 3G turns off? Because what have we got left? Another year or so? 23 months. Okay, you got a bit of time. Got a bit of time. <laughs> um, oh, mate, I actually, I actually don't have great confidence that you're going to find something because in this crazy business, if Telstra was still a government organisation, they would definitely have something on the on the books, but there's not going to be a big profit in these phones for them, both in the selling of the phone and you as a user must be their worst customer because you don't need data. <laughs> yeah, well, the plan I get as far as data, my daughter somehow attacks it and she, and she sucks it up because you know that I don't have internet on that and Look, the phone I've got does have internet capacity, yeah. but I I choose to turn it off because of the size of the screen. It's, it's, it's the size of a of a box of matches. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I'm chasing something that um, I, I, if you can't get a voice call out, if you have got one bar on of, of Arial, it still lets you send a text message. Right. And yep. got communication. If, if if your machine breaks down, if you need this part, you can you can text back to someone, and, and you can get things happening still remotely. All right. Well, look, I'm going to I'm going to take on your behalf, I'm going to take this to Telstra. I'm going to say what's the plan for non-smartphone users who need need nothing more than phone and text and coverage once 3G turns off. What what are they going to recommend? That's that's what we need to know. This old phone snaps into the old style car cradle and and, and, and I've got a, I've got I've got a car cradle in in the ute. I've got one in the truck, I've got one in the tractor, I've got one in the header. You just keep snapping the phone in each one and you've got instant hands-free, instant charge, and you've got that, and you've got the aerial sitting on the ball bar, which is four foot long. That, that's what gives you the, the good coverage or will make yeah. this phone even better. I feel like we, need, we, we might have a business idea here, Leo. Mate, there's, there, there are rural people out there, and even people that live on the, on the, on the ed, edge of cities, um, that that need reception and these old things just keep going. Like this thing I'm talking to you on now is 23 years old. <laughs> that's, go, that's half my age. <laughs> I go, I go to the, uh, it's it, it's insane. But they just keep going and going and going until, until you drop them in a water trough. And I, what I'm most most interested in is the fact that you've got the the car kit mounted in your truck, your ute, your car, your header, everything, and that's what you need. Yep, that's it. That's it. Mm. With, with the with the stick aerial sitting on, on, on a high point on on the on the bull bar on the roof of the tractor, there um, it gives you the best coverage. 
I'm going to do some digging. We'll let you know, Leo. Thanks very much for your help. Mate, you enjoy. Uh, is it a beautiful day up there? What have we got? A bit overcast. Still, still dries an Arab's foot. Bloody, we need some rain up through here. Like, like the dam is still bloody, um, still pretty empty. The big Fairbairn Dam. Like, yeah. um, our, our irrigators up here have, have, haven't had a water release for about five years. Everywhere, everywhere else is flooded, but but here. Yeah. So uh, we certainly need some rain up here. Um, but yeah, it's nice and it's cool. Got a jacket on. It's 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 18 degrees. So I think you blokes down there are a bit, are, are a bit, bit cooler than us. Yep. And what are you running but, on uh, the on the farm? Cattle. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I look I look forward to enjoying a big steak on your behalf then. Bloody hell! <laughs> Come on up. Good on you, Leo. Thanks very much for the call. Good on you. Thanks for getting in touch, buddy. Thanks, mate. Bye. Yeah. I mean, there's. There's the heart and soul of Australia right bloody well there. And I've just, like, seriously, I'm just thinking now. I'm thinking, radio, where do we go? Where do we go to find ourselves a factory that'll make those? I mean, why would you compete with Samsung and Apple, right? Wouldn't bring out a mobile phone to, you know, it's just silly. But if you could sell, what do you reckon? Leo reckons battery world is selling these things like hotcakes, just the batteries for them, right? 3G is going to turn off. Let's say there's 2,000 Leos out in the bush. But is there 10,000? I don't know. There's an opportunity. There's an opportunity. You call it the tough country phone. And you, you bring a couple of thousand of them in. And you bring in the accessories that allow you to mount to an existing. So you might have to change the physical mount because the you know points will be different, but you allow it to work with the existing antenna. That'd be very, very interesting. Interesting times, okay? We've got that all ahead of us. Anyway, um, if you've got a question, it might not be as uh, unique as Leo's. Get in touch, eftm.com. I need suggestions for a new parody song. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna ask the boys to make me another song. Um, so you need to think about songs that you could rhyme either my name or the word tech or EFTM or something. What's a good song that we can parody? All right, just thinking out loud. Um, there won't be a show next week on the the EFTM podcast because I'll be in New York. Uh, Stephen will be there as well. We'll be there f- with Samsung and thanks to Samsung. Um, but I just saw the schedule. I won't lie. I just got a copy of the schedule and uh, I just won't have time. <laughs> I just won't have time. I also saw, saw what I've committed to doing while I'm over there in terms of content for um, myself and other people, and I just won't have time. Uh, so there won't be a show next week. I'll be on the radio still across Australia if you're listening to me on the radio anywhere. Thank you, and uh, let me know where. I'd love to know where you listen other than on this podcast. Um because it's this strange mix of, of both my worlds or all my worlds colliding. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's always good to hear where, you, where you're listening and how you're listening. Um, but, yes, New York next week. Um, there'll be plenty of content on social media and on EFTM.com and on Channel 9 and 9news.com.au and the Today Show. So you'll, you'll see me. Don't worry. You'll know what's going on. Um, but hopefully we'll get a whole lot more info 
well, obviously next week we get a whole lot more info. But the event is not until um, Thursday morning. Well, it's Friday night, our time. But essentially you'll wake up on Thursday morning with all the latest news from Samsung in New York. Uh, I'll be there and there will be an EFTM podcast the week after. Taking your calls, I've got a tech question. Uh, just go to the website, EFTM.com. Bozena, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very well. We've spoken before. I definitely recognize that name. What can I do for you? Oh, firstly, I want to thank you for your podcast and all your good advices in the past. It's really brilliant. To, I listen to every one of them. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, uh, Nia, I've got a problem. I would like to get a pair of uh, you know, uh, headphones or earbuds, anything, mm. uh, which can stay, <laughs> which I can listen, like, you know, when I do housework or gardening or something. Mm. I already bought, I already bought the... Um, a Sony um, a link um, badge, mm-hmm. I think that's what they call. Yeah, and uh, that's a good idea because I can still hear everything. Is yes. the sound is brilliant, and yep. I can hear what's happening around. Uh, you know, but the thing is with them, they like you know my ears not suitable for this. They just won't stay in it. I just try all this adjustment, all this the, the attachment. Mm-hmm. And it just does not work. They stay for a little while and they're just slipping out. And uh, I mean, You're probably like me. Yes. We've got this ear that uh, that just doesn't show, <laughs> doesn't doesn't like the these little tiny buds sitting in there. I don't know whether I've got big yes. ears or strange-shaped ears. I kind of don't know what it is. But I, I, know the, I know the problem you're talking about. And I think with the link mm. buds, the problem is they the link buds literally do just kind of sit there. They... They don't push into the ear canal. They don't loop around your ear. They are literally just yeah. sitting there, and I, 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 they are either going to work or they're not. Um, are mm. you are you still looking for an in-ear pair that are just a better fit, or are you looking over ear? What sort of thing are you thinking? Uh, any anything, whatever, whatever would be like you know, whatever stays um, stays on, so mm. I can I can do things, not just you know sitting and, and holding it with my hands. So, so are you going to like keep the yeah. link buds, or are you going to take them back? Uh, I don't know. Can I? Um, I I'm, I'm not sure if that was the option to take them back. When? How long ago did you was get it? Them? Oh, just when they first came on. Yeah. Or, or when was that? Oh, I don't know. When was that? Feels like May it was a or month, June or? month or two ago. Look, do you know what? If you've still got the box yeah. and the receipt, yep. I, I, I yep. would I would ask the question because in-ear headphones are, have got to mm-hmm. be the hardest thing to buy because you can't yes. try them out. You, you, you literally can't mm. try them out. And I would say to them, they don't fit. And mm-hmm. say, you've tried. You've tried everything. I've tried every adjustment in the box. I've tried them for two months, and they just don't fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, okay. the, the, and look, you know, different shops have different rules, and I can't remember what the actual government rules are. But, you know, it's unlikely you'll get a refund. But if you say to them, mm-hmm. I, I don't want my money back. I just want to use that money again here in your store mm-hmm. to buy a pair that fit my needs. Mm-hmm. Um, that okay. I, I would try that. I would absolutely try that because you've you've paid a bit of money. What were they worth? Do you remember? Yeah, it was uh, around two hundred fifty something, something yeah. like that. I mean, they're they're listed as being a three hundred dollar set of headphones, so that that's mm. I, I would definitely try at the store. Okay. Okay. Now, now I will. I was a, thinking here. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more expensive, but one hundred percent going to stay on your ears and in your ears uh, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Beats. They have the power beats. They're kind of aimed at gym running and that kind of stuff, but they they have a, a loop that goes over your ear. 
So it's not a hole uh-huh. like on your whole head. It sticks in your ear, mm-hmm. but then there's a little loop that goes over your ear. That's pretty cool, but they're a bit more expensive, mm-hmm. a bit more expensive. No, um, that's okay. If, yeah. if, if sound quality is something you're looking for, then I probably wouldn't go. There's a bunch of really cheap ones at JB Hi-Fi that have the, the loop over the ear as well, uh, but I would avoid those just because you can – you're yeah. definitely going to notice the difference in mm-hmm. quality, right? You, you've, yes. You've, at this point, you know what good quality sound, sounds like, so we don't want to mm-hmm. go backwards. The pair that you no. might want to look at are the JBL mm-hmm. Endurance. Now, okay. the JBL, JBL Endurance, yeah. okay. Endurance Peak, I think they're called. Again, they've got mm-hmm. this – you, they don't look like your traditional in-ear headphones because they've got a big loop that goes over the back of your ear. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to oh, mean okay. that's going to mean they're definitely going to stay there. There's a bunch of other different headphones with some of them have little shark fins on them, little little things, mm-hmm. rubberized bits in your ear that try and make it help stay in your ear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if you if you want to be absolutely sure, then I think you should hook them over your ear. And I think the Endurance Peak mm-hmm. from JBL, or if you want to push your budget okay. a bit, the the Power Beats from Beats. Okay. Oh, thank you so much for your advice. Thank you. So I still no can can like you know hear what's happening here. And they they not the noise noise cancelling thing or they they they're they're gonna they're gonna block a lot more because they're they're gonna be pushed uh-huh. in the ear. Um, okay. But the great thing is one of the things you can do is just wear one. Okay. Do you know what ah, I mean? So okay. you can listen to a podcast or music, and you're just listening in one ear. That's another option. Um, ah, okay. I'm like you. I love the idea of the link buds because of what they offered, but just the fit and finish mm-hmm. wasn't there for me. So unfortunately it didn't work. So I'd love to know, let me know whether, yeah. you, whether you were able to get a refund or an exchange. Okay. Okay. I definitely will. Okay. Thank you Good very much. You. Thank you. No worries at all. Okay. Thank you, Bozena. And uh, yep, no, I appreciate it. Good on you. And uh, yeah, if you've got a, a similar situation, it, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because think about that. I mean, you are putting your trust in, reviewers to tell you what something's going to sound like you're putting your trust in your friends or family or someone who's given you confidence before in a set of headphones around how they fit in your ear but no two ears are the same so that's it's frustrating for Bozena because they're great headphones that she bought but eh, they don't fit they don't fit it's as simple as that EFTM podcast this is the EFTM podcast thank you for listening let's get to calls Roger's on the line g'day Roger G'day, Trev. How are you going? Yeah, really good, mate. What can I do for you? Um, I'm just looking at um, buying a new iPhone. Yep. And um, new ones seem to be a bit expensive, and I've seen a lot of um, refurbished ones on the market, and they seem to be about four or $500 cheaper. And I was just wondering if you had any experience with um, what, whether they're a good thing to do or can recommend suppliers or whatever. Oh, Obviously, I, think, you, I think that's the, that's the buying, perfect Perfect question, mate, is who who do you buy it from? Because, you know, yeah. there's there's basically, there's a whole bunch of companies that sell refurbished phones. Um, there's not that many companies that refurbish them. So there's actually one company, I feel like it's called Allegra, and they do the, they're, they're the wholesaler. They get all the used devices. Obviously, they probably buy them at an auction or ex-lease or something. And then they go through the process of checking them. And ver- what they do is they grade them. It's kind of like trading cards, yep. you know, is it in mint condition, you know, all that kind of stuff. So they grade them and then they um, they, they sell them wholesale to companies. Now, what, which iPhone are you looking at? Which What number do you, do you think you're going to get to? Um, it's probably an 11 Pro yep. or maybe just the new standard 12. 
Yep. So basically, you know, the if I the the, the one I would recommend because I've dealt with them is Boost. Um, Boost yep. Boost Mobile have a site uh, in their shop called Refurbished Refurbished.boost.com.au. I'm looking at the 11 Pro. Um, to be honest, if you're going to buy a refurbished at this point in time, you, you should try and push yourself to the 12 because then you know you've got a more modern phone. It's going to last longer. Like that's that's a yep. simple simple reason. And the 859 looks like the price for the iPhone 12, premium condition. So there's Boost. Interestingly, have three different conditions available, and they 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 list the price. So in very good condition, yep. it's 859. In excellent condition, it's 899. As new, it's nine thirty nine. So it's quite interesting that they they go to that amount of trouble, which is kind of a good thing because it means you can kind of get what you expect. I I don't know. They don't really specify what they what they call very good versus excellent, but it wouldn't be too hard to find. But I think the the key difference would be is it obviously someone else's phone that would be very good. You could kind yep. of tell that maybe you know the edges are, are scuffed, not scratched, not broken, but scuffed. Excellent would be, you know, yep. this, is, this is pretty hard to tell. As new, it's like I didn't even realize it was someone else's. So personally, I'd just be happy with a very good. Because the thing is, and, and I speak only of Boost here, but others would do similar. Boost do a, I think it's a 72-point check. So is it stolen? Is it lost? Is it, you know, uh, is the camera working? Does the screen have the right colors? Does the screen work? You know, touch screen, all that stuff. It basically, they check all those things. And then the critical thing is it comes with a 12-month warranty. Uh-huh. Yep, and I think that's the that's the one thing I'd want you to have from any refurbished phone is the kind of peace of mind. Yeah, just try and get, sure. yep. get you know you can get one cheaper maybe, but I think that you'd be pretty happy with with the Boost one. It's not going to come in an iPhone box. It's going to come in a Boost box. It's, you know, it's actually probably going to come with a cable and a charger as well, which uh, is rare these days anyway. Um, but mm-hmm. yep. mate, honestly, I'm I'm of the view that the iPhone 12 is a sensational phone. I don't know that you would notice the difference between the 12 and the 13, let alone the 14 when it comes out. So mm-hmm. I actually think it's a great purchase. It's a great purchase. Yep. Does it does it get cheaper in a couple of months when the iPhone 14 comes out and a bunch of 13s hit the market? Does the does the 12 dip in price? Probably. Does it dip in price by 100 bucks? No. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not going to yep. radically change on you too quickly, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's good because it's it's actually for my wife. <laughs> it's probably why I give Does you the number. Does she know? <laughs> Does she know that you're getting a refurbished phone? Well, she doesn't know yet. We've we've discussed it. <laughs> so the only reason I say that is because a mate of mine bought his wife a refurbished phone, and she was all joyed that she was going to get an iPhone for Christmas or whatever. And then she was like, "You cheap bastard! What are you doing? <laughs> you know." So <laughs> you just want to make sure that you're not too. <laughs> to, uh, uh, you know, skirting with the truth on this one, okay? Yeah, no, no, no. She, she knows 100%. It's just that, um, like, I've got a 11 Pro at the moment, and um, the only reason why we're staying with the iPhone is we've had iPhones for years. And, and no reason and so not to. Uh, I, can yeah. mani- I, can, I, can, I can manage doing everything fine with them before it change to, to, to a Galaxy or something yeah. like that. And, and I, I, would I appreciate change, that so kind of just, peace yeah. of mind, knowledge of it. And look, Here's the upsell on the on the refurb for her. You're, she's getting a twelve. You've only got an eleven. So you know, hey, That's right. yep. give give and, her the good one. For her, it's, it's more about yeah. For, for her, it's more about getting a, a better camera. Oh wow! Um, What's she got she's now? Got. So, uh, she's got a T an X. Okay. And um, whenever she uses my phone, you can see that 
there's quite a big difference in the, in the photo quality. Right. And um, I, I, I keep saying it's my photo, photography, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it definitely seems to be um, an, an upgrade in the um, quality. But um, obviously going to the to the trail is, is yeah. even better again. I, I think it'd be a great although, buy. I think there's, there's, it's missing something without having the pro, but I don't think they would really the, the, uh, the only much. The only difference with the, the 12 versus the 12 Pro is you don't get the zoom. You don't get the mm-hmm. two-time zoom. So you've got a standard lens and an ultra-wide, which you do have, yep. but you don't get the two-times zoom. Uh, now, mm-hmm. uh, I am someone who likes to have the zoom now and then, so I do opt for the pro when I can. But unless you're doing that a lot, mate, I, I wouldn't be too stressed. Excellent. Fantastic. I, Thanks, Drew. Mate, enjoy. Uh, let me know how you go and let me know how you get it past the wife. <laughs> yes, sure Thanks, mate. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Yep. Um. Yeah. Always, always interesting. The the kind of thought process that you know, brand new iPhone is going to cost you twelve hundred or so, uh, and that's why the refurbished ones do so well. That they, they make a good market because people want to save money, and I think Boost do a great job at that. There's others. Uh, I think Hogan do. Um, God, there's a website that I used to mention because someone tweeted it to me, but I've forgotten it now. But all I would say is. I'm talking about Boost because I've seen their process. I know what they do and I know their warrant, the 12-month warranty. So just ask those questions of anyone you're buying from in terms of refurbed. You're listening to the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Now, I don't normally read, um, you know, reporting numbers on Wall Street and things like that, but uh, thanks to producer Rob, I was um, I was. This was drawn to my attention uh, for the Flash News segment this week. Um, if you have got Flash News, the subscription service for all your news channels, uh, look in the tech category for Switched On with Trevor Long. Um, weekly little four to five minute segment, just giving you the latest tech news headlines and information. So get on that, folks. Um, and if you haven't got Flash News, please subscribe. It's like eight bucks a month or something. Get on it. Why not? And it's, see, if you subscribe and all you watch is Switched On with Trevor Long, they'll notice and be like, geez, this, this is unbelievable. Like, what's happening here? <laughs> uh, but I know full well that's probably not appearing on their radar. Anyway, I digress. Apple posted a record June quarter revenue number of $83 billion US, 2% up on the previous year. Uh, but there was something else. A record number of people switching to iPhone. So I find this fascinating because, like, firstly, how do you really know? Well... They know because they call them people that are switching from another platform, but with there being no Windows phone anymore, it's all coming from Android, right? So the iPhone active install base reached a new all-time high across all geographies. And they say as a result of this level of sales performance combined with an unmatched customer loyalty. Um, in fact, uh, the US survey of customers uh, says they have a customer satisfaction rating of 98%. Um, basically, Tim Cook kind of explains it. Um, he says uh, Vietnam, India are performing well. So places where iPhone has low penetration, they're growing, and that's going to help their business. But also um, they, they see a, a trend in other areas with, with a slight switch. Now, it's not like it's a 10 20% switch here, folks. They're not taking over the world. But, you know, they're not exactly declining. So it's kind of fascinating because they don't really do numbers anymore, but – you don't see sales numbers. And, you know, there's all these surveys, Kantar and other counterpoints and different people do surveys of users. Fact is, Apple's strong. 
so is Samsung. It's the everyone else that are competing amongst themselves. You know, it's very hard for others to to chime in and, and take market share. I think Oppo would have the best opportunity to take share off Samsung, especially in their premium range. Um, but there's a loyalty with Samsung customers. So it's a fascinating space. And just while we're on the Apple numbers, um, um, iPhone revenue was up 3%. Services revenue, which is music, Apple TV and stuff like that, up 12%. But interestingly, Mac, iPad and wearables and home accessories all down. Um, the article I'm reading kind of points to, well, hang on a minute, shouldn't they be doing more to convert Windows users to Mac? And they probably should because they make great hardware. It's a lot of money though. Um $40,000 million in iPhone sales. And yes, I said that correctly. $40,000 million. I don't even know what that is. Is is that $40 billion? I don't even know. But it's a lot of numbers. $19,000 million in services, a category that didn't really exist that much far ago. Anyway, um, if you know stories of people who've switched from Android to Apple... I'll do let me know. And likewise, if you know people, stories of people who've switched the other way, if you personally have switched, let me know why and what happened. Because it is a loyalty thing. People are not loving a company, but they just don't like change. We don't like change. I get that. No one does. Anyway, let me know. Let me know how your loyalty to uh, brands has maintained or disappeared over the years. This is the EFTM podcast. Thank you for listening. Craig's on the line. G'day, Craig. Good, Trev. How are you going, mate? Yeah, real good, buddy. What can I do for you? I'm just after. Um, I've been itching to get some soundbar speakers for my 65-inch TV. Mm-hmm. I wonder what you think about that, mate. I've got the currently. I've got uh, little home pods, and they're good. But I'd just like to know if I could um, improve my sound with a soundbar, mate. Have you got the home pod minis? No, I've got the HomePod, the biggies, and I've got two of them set up as a stereo pair, so they're quite good. I just thought I'd just itching to try the sound, but I thought, oh, is there much of a difference? I mean, let me put it to you this way. I'd buy the HomePods off you. I mean... Oh, really? They're very yeah, good, Yeah, mate. they're good. They are very good. Uh, are you, so you're running them through the Apple yeah. TV, and you're able to get sound through the sound, like a sound from the TV, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. I'm running the, the pair, and um, I'm happy with them. They're great. I just what, what are you missing, then? What do you think you're missing? What do you think you're missing? I'm just the whole surround sound yep. part of it. You know, like the um, – I'm getting great sound from the front. Yeah. But I'm thinking, am I missing Am I missing much from the rear or, you know, that whole surround sound feel? Are you willing um, to put physical speakers at the back, or are you looking to do it all from the front? Mainly from the front, so I was looking, I think I've seen your, um, on your website, you had the, the JKL, is it, or LK, with the 9.1, that had the oh, yeah, I think detachable speakers, Ah, that's a good idea. Oh, do they still make that? I think mm. they do. Um, the JBL. I think so, yeah. Um, uh, 9.1, I'm looking at, yes, they do, 9.1, it's, it's 1500 bucks, and that's, that's actually a really great idea, because then you've got the front, you don't need power the at the rears. back. You can take them to the back. But only, like, to be honest, I'd only do that when you're watching a movie. Like, don't, don't put them there yeah, when you're watching yeah. the cricket. That's not going to make any difference. Um, no, or... Um, but when you're on Disney Plus and, you you know, you've got a 5.1, you know, show, get get happening with the 9.1. The You know, that's $1,500 you're going to spend. You know, that's that's premium soundbar territory. Let me be clear, right? Um, yep. 
So, uh, but I think you need to spend that to get something better than what you're getting today. <laughs> that, that's exactly like yeah. the the Q thinking, the Q series from Samsung yeah. um, have physical yeah. rear speakers, um, and I'm testing yeah. that at the moment, and it, it is unbelievable. Like it's unbelievable sound, but you need PowerPoints at the back right. of the room. You need somewhere to put them. My wife keeps moving the bloody yeah. thing um, because she thinks she doesn't need the sound there. But the kids love it when we're watching a movie. <laughs> Whereas a Sonos, yeah, exactly. so a Sonos Arc is the same price again, fifteen hundred bucks, yeah. and that is phenomenal at creating the virtual sound. So you That's are good. you are in a, in a pure balance between do I go a physical nine point one that allows me to have those rears. Or do I go? Do I rely yep. on my room, doing a good job of the of the virtual, like is in the bouncing of sound? If you've got a square yep. box room, then that might work. But I personally Which would I go have. for something yeah. physical. I, I'd always want something physical so that you you're just yep. absolutely guaranteed to get the sound right where it's meant to come from. Yeah, exactly. And I really don't want to set up a permanent speakers. Um, like you said, um, I think my wife. Wouldn't like that, and also the sub. I've got to get something where the subwoofer I can hide as well, because um, that, that takes away from the view. But you know, I can get the away good, with. But the that, good thing is the sub. The, the sub view. can be the sub can be over in the corner. It doesn't matter. Like it, it it actually yes, doesn't yeah. need to be visible, does it? Right? It can just be tucked away. No, um, it's big. No, <laughs> it's a big right. sub. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, but like I said, I've been able to hide with the home pods. I can hide them behind a couple of pot plants, and um, everyone's happy. So. But I like to, um, I'd like to um, branch out a little bit. Have you got the, you know the TV wall mounted? Yes, yeah, so I got the G9 uh, LG oh, gallery series. Um, yeah, exactly. And um, I've got the, like I said, the two home pods, and they sound great. But oh. I could move them to another part of the house and, um, yep. and um, get something out of them as well. So, yeah. Well, I, I but, would, um, I would yeah, try and wall thought... mount the, the soundbar if you can, if, if she, if she allows it. Um, oh really? Is that better? It'll come with the kit. Um, it, it's. Yep. I think it looks better because if you've designed the room yes. right, you'll you'll really appreciate. It. Oh, look, I think it's a good look when the soundbar is kind of hovering there below the TV, but above the entertainment unit kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But yep. May, maybe not from the get go. Maybe she. Maybe you need to get her over the line on that one. Oh, I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I was pushing. I'm pushing my luck. One step anyway, at a time, he I, says. <laughs> one step at a time, exactly. And um, I really just. I'd love to hear what they the difference, and then maybe there isn't a big difference, but maybe there is a big difference. So, I think I think it, uh, so. I'd let like, me be clear: yeah. you're willing to spend five hundred, fifteen hundred. Not a lot of people are. So when I when I hear someone say I've got two two HomePods and I want to replace it with the soundbar, I'm thinking, geez, I don't know about that. But if you're willing to replace <laughs> it with something of of premium quality, then yes, you'll you'll be there for sure. Yeah, so it makes a difference. That's 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 pretty much. Um, I'm willing to spend the money if I know it's going to make a difference. So. Um, yeah, I thought that, um, and having the surround sound would be great. But like you said, I wouldn't put it on for um, the regular TV, just maybe for movies and um, big events, I suppose. But, yeah, um, totally. Yeah, so you think this, you think that 9.1 would do the job? Mate, great soundbar. Love it a lot. Fantastic. All right, well, I think I'm going to get one then on your uh, advice, mate. I've seen your web on your, on your um, website, and, and uh, they look good. So I thought oh. I'd just get that final go-ahead. Well, good luck with the Minister for War and Finance, mate. That's the real real challenge. <laughs> that is the battle, but um, I can sneak that in, I think. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks good on you, mate. No worries at all. Thanks for getting in touch. Thanks for the callback. See you, mate. Bye. Good on you, bud. And, uh, you know, that's that's the great thing. The uh, 
the uh, the Minister for War and Finance has to approve such things. Uh, but that's a great budget to have. If you've got the 1500 then there's some really, really cool stuff. Um, anyway, get in touch if you've got a question, AFTM.com. Trevor Long, taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, you know where to go. EFTM.com. Diane's on the line. G'day. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Caught you in the middle of cleaning the house, eh? Yes, you did. (laughs) Everyone goes off to work or school or whatever's going on and then someone's got to to do the hard work. That's right. And it's lucky me. (laughs) What can I do for you, Diane? Well, we've got a new iMac 24-inch and... The printer we had was too old to connect to that, so I need a new printer. But I don't want a cheapy, cheapy one because I'm over them. I find them very hard to use, and as I'm getting older, I like it to be easy. And and the cost of the ink is pretty expensive on those cheaper ones. So I just need – and I was – and I do a fair bit of scanning, so I just need to Print, some help scan, on what to buy. Low-cost ink and, and Mac. So, look, there's there's three big printer brands, let's be simple, uh, HP, Canon, Epson, and they all have like-minded products because, you know, they compete directly with each other. I've had a foot in every one of their camps. Um, the interesting thing, I've been quite impressed, though I was sceptical at first, by HP's HP Plus program. It's a... It's like a subscription program, right? So you buy the printer, let's say it's 250 bucks, and then mm-hmm. you sign up just via the internet. It's kind of a free subscription because all it does is it kind of keep, gives you um, access to online services and different things. But the main thing you can do then is sign up to what they call Instant Ink, which is a subscription program where they just send you the ink in the post when, when you need oh. it. So your printer is constantly reporting back on, you're essentially paying per page to print. And they just make sure that you've always got ink, right? So I'll be honest, we didn't use, we didn't get any new ink last month. We still paid ten bucks, but we didn't go through the ink. And so next month, if they might send us a new cartridges, and we're good to go. And it's just constant; it's just there; it's out of the back of your mind. That's one option, and and I like it. I'm I genuinely, it's kind of peace of mind. Don't have to think about it. The other option is what we call the the tank printers. Um, they all do it. I know that Canon and Epson probably do it more because HP have invested in this whole we want you to subscribe thing, whereas Epson and Canon a bit more along the lines of, you know, we just want to sell you a great printer and we want you to have ink when you need it. So the Epson EcoTank range, again, you know, $300 and a bit less, will get you a, a printer that, um, that prints um, oh, I think you might need to spend a touch more to get one that'll scan. But EcoTank is what you want to look for. And what it does is comes with these bottles. And I'm talking, they're like three or 400 milliliters. They're big bottles of, yes. of ink. And you pour them into the printer. You pour them in. You don't fill up a cartridge. You pour them into the little tanks. And then those will last you, I kid you not, a year or more. You, you, That's what I want. You, you won't do anything. You won't touch it. Um, because and we, had, we had the Epson one, and I swear it was in five years we filled it up once. Is it, that right? It, it's so good. Yeah. Now, you pay up front for the printer. Um, yes. But the, the fact <clears throat> is that you don't need to have regular printer 
tank conversations. Canon call it mega tank, and it's kind of yeah. the same thing, right? It's this huge tank. You pay three hundred to four hundred dollars for a great printer, and it is they're really good printers. Like put photo paper in all that kind of stuff, and then you can see visibly on the front of the printer, you can see the levels of the ink because they're like um, see through tanks. Plus the app yes. and all that will tell you where where it's at. You go to Officeworks or somewhere and you buy a new refill and you're done. Uh, you do that once every few years. And that, and by the way, the ink isn't that expensive. The little bottles aren't anywhere yes. near as expensive as having <laughs> bought printer cartridges over all that time. That's oh, that's just what would suit me because the older I get, the harder it is to remember yeah. what I have to do. And look, that, don't be silly for a start. Secondly, Officeworks is your friend here. They've got all of them. I think that if you, you if you went in looking for the Eco Tank, but were open to a yes. Canon at the same time, Canon or Epson, Thank great printers. Yep. Um, you'll 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 get a lot out of it, and you spend up spend up front, but you'll be you'll be fine in the long run. Oh. Thank you so much, Trevor. I really appreciate your help. I've got and bad I listen news. To it and I've, I've got bad that? news, Diane. You're going to have to go back to cleaning. I mean, unless <laughs> unless unless you go now, go now and buy a printer, because then I mean I mean it's a, probably an hour's job unboxing it and setting it up, and by then it's definitely lunch. And then I mean you know when everyone gets home, tell them to clean up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only I could. All right, but, oh, Diane. No, thank you so much, Trevor. I love listening to your shows, and I listen to them over and over again in case I miss something. So oh, please keep it going. Good on you, Diane. Yeah. That means a lot. Thank you so much, and good luck with the printer. Thank you. I really appreciate that information. No worries. I'm going have to be out to get one now. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Good on you. And uh, you know that's all. That's all we're doing. Trying to find you something good, good to buy that fits your needs. And I'm sure Diane will find the perfect printer at Officeworks. They do. They do great work. They've got good printers, and there should be no reason why it won't go great. <sighs> if you got a question, go to the website eftm.com. All right, thank you for listening. Great to have your company. Uh, appreciate it. I uh, won't be back next week, but I'll be in uh, New York with Stephen Fennick. We haven't discussed it, but one of us is going to have to take recording gear. Uh, we'll be there. Um, uh, two Blokes Talking Tech live from New York after the Samsung Unpacked event where we expect Galaxy Fold, Galaxy Flip, and some watches and other things. Should be great. We'll be on the ground in New York. Uh, we'll have your company then, and I'll be back on the EFTM podcast in a couple of weeks. Thanks for your company. As always, if you've got a question, don't, don't hold on to it. Put it straight in the email now. Go to the website, eftm.com, and click Ask Trev. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. Talk to you later this week on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM.